It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Good evening and welcome to the NFL Draft. Tonight, we officially welcome the next generation of players. So if you're ready, are you ready? The NFL Draft is officially open. Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I am Trevor Sickleman. With me is Benjamin Solak. Joining you guys on a beautiful Monday morning edition of the podcast. Getting back in front of the mic after an extended little break there. Got a little bit of a beach vacation time, which was very, very nice. I'm sorry we weren't able to do Fan Friday. You could put the entire blame on me. Don't go after Ben at all. Don't go after him on Twitter like I know sports fans tend to do. I'll stand in front of it. I'll take the blame. But I feel like nobody's really hit me up about it. No, no. You know, they were coming for the neck. I saw them. I saw them personally blaming you and only you. And I just want to put my foot down and say it wasn't Ben's fault at all. It's actually my fault. But I appreciate you guys being patient with us, getting a little bit of time away from the podcast here during the offseason. But it's not too much of an offseason because we got plenty of things to talk about. We're going to have a lot of fun this summer with some new Mock Draft Monday formats, some new series that we're doing. I just finalized the schedule yesterday, and man, <laughs> it's <laughs> we've got some fun, creative ideas, starting with today. Today's episode is going to be a lot of fun. What we are doing today is we are doing a 2021 NFL mock draft, kind of redraft, I guess I have to say since the draft already happened, but we're doing it as if the order was completely reversed. So this is obviously an alternate reality, but it's a fun reality that we're going to walk through where what if the team that won the Super Bowl got the first overall pick? And the team that was the runner-up got the second overall pick. And so it is just the inverse order, and we're doing a full 2021 mock draft to see what kind of a crazy league we could set up if this was the case. But before we get to all of that, Ben, my friend, how are you? Everything is delicious. Uh, It's been a week since we last chatted, which is a... It's been one week since you looked a bit. Sorry. Last time we talked was Monday, and today is Monday. Because we recorded all of last week's episodes on, on Monday and then you went on your vacation. How long has it been since we've gone a week without talking? Oh, I was geez. trying to fi- I was trying to figure this out. I I long time, I dude. It, I, it's definitely been at least a year. I talk to you more than my immediate family, without a doubt. Well, yeah, but it's, it's, it's me. What are you talking? Obviously, uh, <laughs> your mom. What? Actually, your sister's pretty cool. I met your sister. She was fun. Um. Wait, no, hold up. Are you trying to say my mom's not cool? I meet your mom. Though she made your Peaky Blinders costume by hand, apparently. That's pretty sick. Yeah, she did. Yeah, this is big, big shout uh, out, Pam. Big ups, moms. Uh, no, been a great week. Sooners win the regional. Sixers win game one. Uh, I didn't have to record all week, which was great. Love recording, but also love not having to record. That was a uh, that was a treat, so it, it was new, very nice. You got new fishing stuff, right? Like, speaking of summer activities. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I okay, so okay, here's the situation. My mayor got me a fishing backpack for Christmas. It was a good looking fishing backpack, very right. much like the fishing backpack. It was All a nice right. fishing backpack. It lives in shotgun in my car because no real reason to take it inside. 
The only thing I'm gonna do is just take it back outside when I go out fishing. Uh, I must have left my car unlocked in like a parking lot somewhere or something. Oh, I mean, I have, no. a, I have like a like a 19 old year old car. It's very very old. But somebody snagged a backpack out of a car that they either was left unlocked or no. they were able to jimmy unlock or whatever, and they grabbed a backpack. And I'm now devastated because it was a gift and it had my fishing stuff in it. They're devastated because they were hoping for good things <laughs> that are valuable. <laughs> and they got fishing gear, which, is the, you know, I don't really think that they're going to be able to resell that very lucratively. What if they so. were like, ah, damn, there's no cash in here. But like, all right, we could go fishing, I guess. And then they become like they a master a angler. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's how I'm spreading the love of fishing. Right. So it's very What if sad. you go take a fishing lesson one day? And the guy's like standing there. All right, okay. I resent resent the implication. Okay, well, what if you're are you? What if you're like changing bodies of water, and you're going from like fresh water to salt water, and you want to just to freshen up on what kind of fish might be out there and how to really catch them? Okay, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, and you take a big lesson. All right, and it's like a group lesson, and the guy teaching the lesson is like. Hey, you know, I wasn't always into fishing. Actually, you know, it started off. It was a, it was a crazy story. I uh, I I, I stole this fi- stole this backpack from this car, and that's actually how I got into fishing. And then you're there in the audience. What are you doing? What's your reaction? I'm I'm probably over it by then. I'm pretty much over it by now. So I'm probably like, oh, that was me. Nah, Ben's gonna fight this guy live on the pod. Nah, probably not. Uh. But anyway, so yeah, so I bought a new fishing backpack, which I very much liked the gift, and it was very nice. Um, but also, I got a super tricked out backpack now because I like, you know, it's kind of like I this was the first ever like official fishing backpack I had, and so like I learned the the good stuff and the bad stuff. So I got a a, a saucy one. It's got a hip belt. It's got oh, so you're okay? You're full dad. Fi- yeah, you're full yeah. dad fishing now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. About All right. Well, we are five minutes into this podcast, and we've talked a lot more fishing than football, so it's time to, to, to even know. that out. No, 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 no. I. That's why. I just, look, you don't take. You're not taking any blame in this podcast. As I said at the top, it's all me. I'm laying on the sword. If you guys have already turned off the podcast and you can't hear my voice, then I don't apologize at all because you can't hear my voice, and it won't make a difference. What do you want to pick for? Do you want to pick for teams at the top? You want to pick for the. I guess even teams now to start the draft? Or do you want to pick for the odd teams? I like you asked, do I want to pick for the top? As if like I could take the first sixteen teams and you could take the second sixteen teams. That would be, be I feel like that'd be terrible boring. Podcast. No, yeah, you would absolutely check out. I feel like you check out in between when we do these things anyways. Like you got eighteen million tabs up, you're already on to the next thing, you're just waiting for the podcast to be over. I start thinking about the next pick and then you're like, and that's why I'm taking him. And I'm like, frick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who he is. Okay, so selecting number one overall is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Please, you go ahead. Okay. This is Trevor Lawrence still, because this is just absolutely hilarious that the Buccaneers, who went and took a top 64 selection on Kyle Trask because they so desperately wanted to get a quarterback in there behind Tom Brady, who's probably going to play for the next two years anyways— they can instead just go get Trevor Lawrence, have that same sort of mindset, all except for with one of the best quarterback prospects that we've seen in a long, long time. So this one actually doesn't change, uh, and Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one overall to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Quarterback controversy in Tampa. Yeah, well, actually, you know, I was going to say I don't think so, but like, 
dead ass, if Brady started struggling, you'd hear a lot of people want right. to go to Trevor Lawrence. Plus right schedule. Here we go. We open up against the Cowboys. Win. Falcons Dub. win. Week Dub. three Rams. Loss. Week four Patriots. Loss. What? Loss. No. The revenge. No. Who, who, who knows how to stop Brady better than a defensive coach who lived with him for decades? Belichick, baby. Okay, you start got off me there. Two, start off two and two. Brady comes out against the Dolphins. Brian Flores, same basic concept. Start struggling. Lawrence makes his first start week six. Thursday night football against Philadelphia Eagles. They're not losing I'd to like Philly. I'd like to see it. They're not I, losing to Philly. No, they wouldn't lose to Philly. They could start playing Gabbard and they would beat Philly. <laughs> uh, all right, now Chiefs at two. Yep. Oh, this isn't as... This is what there's no good defensive players and their defense is bad. This is not. Oh, I know. I know. I know who you'd be taking right here. I know what you'd who be would doing. I be taking. Don't don't act like you know me. We okay, haven't talked. We haven't talked in a week. You don't know me. I'm, I've changed. All right. I'm a new person. <laughs> um, no, you'd be taking Kyle Pitts. And yeah, 100 percent. Hey, like, yeah, it's, okay, well, we'll do it. Okay, so it's Kyle Pitts, the Chiefs, and he's not really a tight end. He's kind of like a, a betweener, and so also Travis Kelsey is, and so you can put them both on the field, and then defense coordinator's be like, oh, they got two tight ends. We should match it in base, uh, and then you're going to get both of them on a linebacker, and it's going to be amazing. And there's going to be so many stats about, like, Chiefs wide receivers have the fewest targets all year. It's going to be like, yeah, because Travis Kelsey and Kyle Pitts are there, but... Yeah, and the it's greatest yeah, real. and the greatest deep threat of all time, Tyreek Hill. Okay. You said why Trevor. Yes. First we don't have to do this. <laughs> Secondly, you were like on vacation. What you what you what you engaging with this nonsense? Because for? I would look at my phone much less than I would non vacation. But I, I, I looked at my phone, and this is all anyone, literally anyone, including, like, NFL team brands was talking about, was this debate between Tyree Kill being the best deep threat of all time and, I don't know, some dude named Randy Moss who also liked to go fishing. See, it's full circle, people. Setting it up minutes in advance. You all were like, why are we talking about fishing on this show? Stop talking about fishing. It has nothing to do with football. And here we are, full circle. We talked about fishing to start the show, to plant our flag on Team Randy Moss. Greatest deep threat of all time. I don't know if Ben thinks that. Hopefully he thinks that. I think so. Okay, great. I, you know, you pick Kyle Pitts here for the Kansas City Chiefs. Be tempted by Penny Sewell. And we have the Chiefs picking with this selection and not the Ravens because we didn't want to do any we didn't want to do any draft day trades, but I also didn't want to take the Chiefs out of the exercise because I think that that's funny. And there's obviously a handful of teams that are you not. You just wanted to get Kyle Pitts to the Chiefs. We all know what I you mean, were doing. Sure. We get it. But the Chiefs are here picking at number two. And does Penny Sewell tempt them at all since they don't have Orlando Brown in this scenario? Or is it just like, nah, Kyle Pitts, this <gasps> is objectively funny? Wait. So they don't have Orlando Brown. Yeah, right. Then right. yeah, this is Penny Sewell. Okay, oh, okay. Gotta wow. be responsible. Mm. That's boring and sad. Wow, you ruined it. Yeah, this is Penny Sewell, and it's a tremendous pick. Okay, so Buffalo Bills now are up at number three, and I feel like I should give them. Oh, Kyle Pitts, because they would want a tight end, but they don't need, do they? Oh, they have. 
J.C. Horn and Patrick Sertan are on the board. This is like, this goes back to, we're, I feel like we're going to go back and forth so many times about this. Responsibility versus Kyle Pitts. I have to go corner. I have to go Patrick Sertan. Too early, Reach. I hate you. Shut up. Reach. So n- number three, I'm having the Bills address cornerback two, which they didn't do until Round. not at all. No, they took they took Wild Goose. Okay, you look. Listen, <laughs> big ups to Rashad Wild Goose, right? I mean, one of the best names in the class, no doubt about it. But it's Patrick Chutan here. I'm going Patrick Chutan number three. Reach. Oh my gosh! Imagine reaching for need on a late May reverse order first mock draft Monday of the off season. Imagine reaching for need. Could I, never be me. I've never enjoyed doing this podcast with you. What do the Packers need? Oh, <laughs> quarterback of the future. Yo, Lord have mercy. <laughs> no, wide receiver. Okay, Jalen Waddle. Ooh, deep threat. Ooh. Plus. Okay, so look at who they drafted: Amari Rogers. It's the uh, running back like frame, ability to break tackles, touches out or near line of scrimmage, yards after catch, run on RPOs. So you draft Waddle which is that role, but a lot better. You can be a three-level threat. You can be a, a downfield field stretcher as well, which their downfield field guys, Marcus Valdez-Gantling, and obviously we've talked about how up and down he is. Uh, so fills the skills that they clearly wanted to fill, but also at a much, much higher level than they were able to do it uh, and keeps Aaron Rodgers happy. With that said, I 100% was going to take Trey Lance there just as a bit. I mean, that could that would have been on the table, but I do think that wide receivers probably would have won out. In basically every single scenario. New Orleans Saints, though, speaking of quarterback. Yeah. We're going Justin Fields here. I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Justin yeah, Fields buddy. to be paired with Sean Payton and that New Orleans Saints offense. Dude, Justin Fields and Alvin Kamara in the backfield. Huh! Behind that offensive line? Come on, man. This is that is fun. This is this, is this is this is this is Madden fantasy draft dreams right here. I like how the Saints and the Bears played in the playoffs, and in real life, it was the Bears losing to the Saints that kept them in the twenties, which allowed them to trade up. And in this case, it was the Saints beating the Bears that allowed them to get ahead of other teams to be able to draft Justin Fields. This is the league needs to do this. This would incentivize winning. When you see the Eagles throwing games, those cowards. Week 17, Monday Night Football, putting in Nate Sudfeld. Respect the integrity of the league. Win games to move up in the draft order. I I, I wish that that could be a thing. Like, for example, in my fantasy football league, we have the playoffs. Obviously, you're trying to win a fantasy league championship. But then for all of the teams that did not make the playoffs, they then enter in a loser's bracket tournament where the winner of that gets the number one overall pick in the draft. So it's like it incentivizes like continuing to actually play the game later in the weeks and and get the first overall pick next year and not totally tank your team and just start selling off assets and just like being an idiot in the league. I wish you could do that in the NFL where there was almost like a loser's bracket tournament for the number one overall pick, but players who were currently playing wouldn't give a damn about drafting the players that are about to replace them. So I don't think that that would, uh, I don't think that that would be a thing. A, a fan Friday where all we do is try to come up with ways to make setting the draft order or getting the players to their teams different and more fun and incentivize different things 
during the season would be amazing. Uh, you're uh, right. As it is. Baltimore Ravens at six. I got to recap. Okay. This is, it's so difficult to reach back in your mind and remember what teams need. Ravens, Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, Jamar Chase is there. That's probably the whole thought process, right? They have Orlando Brown. Yeah, I don't need Yeah, yeah. So Jamar Chase is Jamar Chase. Yeah, uh, it has to be. Right. I get to do the same thing I just did with the Packers in the sense of like, all well, right, they draft. Yeah. Could it be Kyle Pitts instead? They like no. they like tight end offense, baby. Yeah, but Chase and Pitts, obviously Pitts, I think is a, is a blue chip player. There's no doubt about it. Chase and Ham is a blue chip player. But you're you're improving your passing offense, and you've already done the whole like we're gonna live through tight ends thing, and that was the bad passing offense the last couple of years. So you need to actually improve the the wide receiver room. So Jamar Chase, who Rashad Bateman, three level possession receiver, actually for the Ravens, Jamar Chase can be that for you if you really like his ability to run routes. Maybe not so much, um, but still he can be a downfield contested catch guy for you. He can be very physical over the middle of the field, which is one of the reasons why you love Bateman. Uh, so he makes sense for, for as we on this podcast correctly prognosticated, what they needed to address at wide receiver. Correct. Clue and yes. Browns are now up at number seven in this inverse order 2021 NFL mock draft. I feel like I have to give Kyle Pitts to the Browns here, even though they have like one of the deepest tight end rooms in the league. They have David Njoku, they have Austin Hooper, they have Harrison Bryant. But it's Kyle Pitts, right? I mean, I can't overthink this. Kyle Pitts would immediately be like wide receiver Austin one on the Hooper team. Slander. Oh, did I not say Austin Hooper? Who did I say? I thought I said Austin I Hooper. I was I, sta- I was staring right at his name. You probably did. Oh, Lord. I'm just this- saying, Austin Hooper. Listen, that's a mega contract tight end right there, baby. I'm being facetious. Austin Hooper is is significantly overpaid. Uh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Kyle Pitts, yeah. because uh, the ability to now play out of 12 and 13 personnel, which is what Stefanski wants to do, but then also be able to flex. You love, out is you love to see it. All right, Kyle Pitts then going sick. seven to the Browns. You're up with the Jags. Oh, wow, this is sick. Okay, Jaguars at eight are taking Trey Lance, quarterback. Ah, and Zach Wilson. Mm, these are the options. Whoever I'll, 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 I don't I don't know if this helps you at all whatsoever, but whoever you don't select here, I'm taking it the very next pick. How would that help me? I I don't think it does. I'm just giving people a reason to continue to listen to the podcast. They're gonna listen anyway. All about teasers, baby. All about teasers. Okay, I had Wilson ranked above Lance, so you should stay true to your board. Yeah, but it was very close. And the Jaguars aren't going to be good. And I really like Trey Lance. And I'm taking Trey Lance. None of this is real anyway. You coward. You coward. You, you absolute coward. God, the you. big board, it's just not even worth it. Trey Lance, listen, sometimes you got to go with your guy, get your guy in other football terms about general managing. God. Trey Lance to the Jaguars, baby, let's go. All right, well, uh, with the Steelers picking at number nine, then I'm giving them Zach Wilson. Like I said, I was either going to give them the Trey Lance or Zach Wilson, whoever Ben did not select for the Jaguars. This one obviously makes too much sense. I'm not making a pick that has to do with the Steelers winning this year because I don't think they're going to win very much this year, and I think that Ben Roethlisberger is the reason why, and I don't really think they have the quarterback in the future on the roster, so... After all that upward inflection sentence structure, I'm going to go with Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I think Lance to the Jaguars because of running. Oh, dude. 
Meyer. What? The Jets pick right now. They could have still had Zach Wilson. Oh, what oh a, because what a, of what a right. Well, I mean, the Jaguars got to pick quarterback three off the boards instead of quarterback one, despite the fact that we completely inverted the draft order. So yeah, yeah. Jaguars also are in a good spot. Ah, oh, the Steelers being responsible. Unlike real life, we <sighs> should be running the team. At Ke- no, 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 no. Sorry, love you, Kevin. It's fine. That you can do what you do. I was gonna say, don't go, don't go for Kevin Colbert's neck like that. Not on this podcast. Not during the. All right, so the New York Jets here at ten, rounding out the top ten. Yeah. J.C. Horn? Uh, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Uh, uh, Rashawn Slater or Elijah Vera Tucker? Maybe. But to me, J.C. Horn. I mean... Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> if, you're, if we're doing Seattle cover three, J.C. Horn works great. If you're we're right. doing... You're right. Quarters based, then we have to grow a little bit of time, but they 100% just ignored cornerback in the draft until Michael Carter, the Duke corner in round four, I want to say, maybe five. I uh, still think that their outside corner position is, is just a dire situation right now. It's going to be very limiting to that defense. Uh, so I will address it as it should have been addressed and go for it with JC Horn, who's right. like culture changers. That's awesome. All right, we got uh, we got the top ten down on this inverse order twenty twenty one mock draft. We're doing the entire first round, but before we continue, got to give you guys a message from our friends over at Credit Karma. Who doesn't want instant gratification? I know I certainly do. If you're looking for some satisfaction, there's no need to wait. With Credit Karma money, you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases. Credit Karma. Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spending account. Right now, you can visit creditkarma.com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma that's creditkarma.com slash win money slash instant karma is sponsored by credit karma no purchase necessary exclusions and terms apply see rules Banking services provided by mvb bank incorporated member fdic maximum balance and transfer limits apply Always wanted to do that, Ben. Just like say that end liner that I feel like I hear in commercials all the time. Never right, been able to yeah, do that. Yeah. Get to read a disclaimer. What an honor. I know. What an incredible honor. We got the top 10 down. We're doing the rest of the inverse 2021 NFL mock draft coming up after the break. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, Tennessee Titans up at number 11 here in this inverse order mock draft. Devontae Smith on the board. Oh, is there a corner that I'm missing? I mean, Greg Newsom's still here. Caleb Farley's still here. That's who they went with in real life. Ooh. No, 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 no. Rayshon Slater, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, feel, or, I feel like this, this has got to be the pick here. Or. Okay, oh, or. 
or by the way, I don't think that we we made this clear at the at the top of the podcast, but it it's gonna make we need to say it before we get any further. We're, we're only, only doing first rounders. We're only selecting players who were picked in the first round, so we can't go outside of the first round. So it's it's only thirty two players going to thirty two teams. The order is just a little bit different. Otherwise, we could have done this exercise at any time and just put the draft order in reverse and pick whoever we wanted to. So the only way we end up doing it now after the draft is because we know who the first rounders are. That right. makes it tricky. Well, now we're now we're going to do an inverse mock draft order before the draft because you said that. All right. 2022 inverse order right now. Pick one. I think Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, baby. I think uh, I think I'm going with Rayshon Slater. No think... thoughts to Devonte Smith. He's the other one that I'm thinking of. Devonte Smith and AJ Brown would be a great wide receiver duo. Equal levels of toughness extremely different levels of body density uh, yeah that's 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 absolutely correct now nah, i'm going Devonte smith all right we're having fun here number yeah. 11 tennessee titans we're going Devonte smith to pay him, pair him with aj brown colts at 12 do they have eric fisher yet no 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 coffee Yeah, Rashawn Slater. Gonna play left tackle for me. Easy, yeah, 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 yeah. There's, there's no no reason to go elsewhere. Uh, not gonna go corner here. Not gonna go edge here, which is what they did. Didn't the Colts pick? The Colts picked at twenty one. They did, and it's twelve, and it's just flipped. The numbers reversed. Okay. Yeah. Rashawn yeah, Slater yeah, told the Colts. That's how. Yeah. That's how number. Yeah. That's how number. Don't need Eric Fisher. Uh, can get edge later. There's no reason to be double dipping on edge. You need to fix your left tackle position. Your quarterback is Carson Wentz. Well, a little bit of a late shot there. I don't know if I appreciate that. Just saying, like, let's protect the guy. We invested in him. You sure didn't protect him during his later years when he was in Philly. They tried. Chicago Bears are up at number 13. Uh, no Justin Fields here, unfortunately, for them. So, they don't really have an opportunity to go get the quarterback of the future. Mac Jones is still here, but I'm not going to go with Mac Jones. I'm going to go with Christian Derrissaw. We're going to get an offensive tackle in there. I, I wow. feel like... Arizona moving up in the draft order. Correct. Yeah. 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 Is it, he? We used to put him at 13 all the time to the Chargers. Yeah, I know. It's funny to ignore the team name and just look at the number. 12 Slater, we've done that before. 11 Devontae Smith, that would have been the Giants. That's the pick that they wanted to make. Oh, yeah. Ted, that is J.C. Horn to the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. this is... If you just like ignore the team name... We're just do we're just we're just doing number name association right now. Hey, it's working. I feel like we're making a lot of teams better. Now you got now you got the uh, football team up at number fourteen. Not taking Mac. Nope. Might have might have to take Mac though. Um, okay, so at this point they haven't done any of their tackle shenanigans. Nope. Charles Leno, Morgan Moses, bananas. Uh, so Leatherwood is still on the board for me at tackle, and that's it. Vera Tucker, <laughs> if you want him. Tackle. Yeah, yeah, tackler guard. Nah, I'm not taking another wood. Uh, so they took Jamin Davis. I'm taking Michael Parsons, uh, who's still here. Nice. Was yeah, was what the tenth overall pick for the Cowboys. Uh, here at 14, which gonna fill my the same exact role Jamin Davis is. I just think he's a better player now, and is probably gonna be a better player later. I know Washington was like, we had Jamin Davis ranked higher than everybody in the entire world, but I think that in general. <laughs> More people were in on Michael Parsons. Uh, so as long as you're cool with the culture fit, then I think he's a good player for you. 
I think I'm about to give us our first, I believe our first, like same team, same player, same selection. Just flipped right. how we got here. Because I think I'm about to give the Miami Dolphins Jalen Phillips. Phillips. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's a great pick. I think this is the right pick. Yeah. I have the, I or- I have the order correct here, right? Yeah, because they were 18, now they're 15. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. If All you right. add, yeah. No, no, I don't. No, I don't do that. Don't throw me off like no, that. No, don't explain. Just vibes. All right. <laughs> We're just drafting straight off vibes. Yeah, Jalen Phillips. I thought this this pick made a ton of sense from Miami when it happened on draft night. I thought they were very lucky to get a player of Phillips caliber. I think that he gives you a ton of versatility. He had the best best edge rush tape of anyone in the class. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, it was a good situation for him down in Miami with the hurricane. So he hoped it's staying in the same area. Just it, it, it's just a continuation. There's not a big life change that could go into it. I mean, he's still staying where he's very comfortable, and I think that he's just. I mean, he's played in the st- same stadium for crying out loud. But he's just upgrading to the teammates around him and, and getting a really good defensive coordinator to coach him. And I think that when you look at Phillips' talent, it's a great spot. So we're not halfway through, which means we're officially reaching territory where now i'm just trying to not have to make ridiculous picks uh i have the raiders at 16 at the halfway point i mean like (laughs) leather would make sense but you know they picked him at 17 and nobody really liked that uh i think edge if i go i can go quitty or i can go peyton turner are they not going elijah very tucker no Oh yeah, they're going to Elijah Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Trev? What, Ben? What? That's a good point. Yeah, I know it is. I didn't think about it like that. Thanks. You should have. Elijah Tucker. Uh, we lost Gabe Jackson. We lost Rodney Hudson in the offseason. Richie Incognito, obviously, still in in town, but we don't know how much longer Richie's career will be. And so Elijah Tucker to the Raiders help replace Gabe Jackson, keep your offensive line salvaged uh, after the way you gutted it this past offseason. I'm looking at the Arizona Cardinals now, and I'm just trying to remember who I was picking for the Cardinals before the draft. Because I feel like, because Caleb Farley is here, and I feel like that's the easy pick. I just don't want to forget about anybody. They have Robert Alford. They have Malcolm Butler. This is a classic one. Farley to the Cardinals. Yeah, right. This is a big throwback. I don't think, I, there's no offensive lineman to pick other than Leatherwood, so I'm not going to do that. I could pick wide receiver here, but who's left? Rashad Bateman? Mm, okay. Running back could be on the table. Najee Harris, Travis Etienne. They could go with one of those guys. Kadarius Tony is also still there. I think that, I think that Farley's probably the be- their yeah. best pick. I think Farley's their best pick here. Or Collins, who they took. Right, but I like Farley more than I like Collins. So I'm gonna We should have done Leatherwood at 16, Collins at 17. Just straight the exact same pick. Just flip it. <laughs> All right. I mean, I felt hey. like both of them were like kind of overdrafts anyways, so that makes sense that we would get them in an inverse draft. Patriots at 18. I'm not taking Mac. Yeah, right? don't, do not don't, don't, do not, don't do it. Don't do it. I'm not doing it because they shouldn't have taken him. It's no need. They'd love Zavin. They yeah, they him. would. They'd love Leatherwood. Don't need him. Tony, quitty. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Bateman. News. Oh wait, Bateman. Yeah, they don't need they don't need him as bad as they need Quiddy. 
You think? Yeah. Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar. Oh, what do you? Okay. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, listen, they just re- they just signed both players. They clearly have some idea of how to use those guys. They have Matthew Come on. Judon. Okay. Yeah, it's Judon. Henry Anderson. And, and Henry Anderson is a hand in the dirt guy. Okay. Your outside rushers are Van Noy, Winovich. Yeah, I want Quiddy on this team. I'm adding Quiddy. Quiddy's going to start for me opposite Judon. I don't support Anderson it. Anderson could be a rotation, but yes, you do. It's a good pick. No, I don't support it. Fucking deal with it. Oh my goodness, there are two running backs on this board. Somebody punch me in the nose. Okay. <laughs> the Jaguars might get Travis Etienne after all. <laughs> 32. <laughs> Uh, Vikings at eight, uh, 19. Oh, I sniped Quiddy from you. I yeah, that was. That. Yeah, I was. I was hoping to. Suck uh, it, Chief. I feel like they would actually really like Peyton Turner, but I don't need to do this off of what they would. Yeah, do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's Leatherwood. Oh, you think they would go Leatherwood? Yes. I mean. Guard tackle versatility. Yeah. Zone blocking scheme. I don't want to do it, though. Left tackle experience. What? I have bad news for you there, Chief. I want to go with, like, OA. I mean, sure, if you want to make the Daniel Hunter argument. But remember, it's not like they've been drafting early edges. Yeah, I look, I'm trying to make the team better, not the team stay the same. What have they ever done under Rick Spielman? Nothing. Squat. Okay. Squad doodle. Okay. Not okay. a zip. Yeah. So Zilch. You're, you're, you're endorsing firing the GM here at pick 18. I the am the GM. <laughs> Who do you think you are? I am. That actually applies here. I'm going Odefe Owe because I can't make that statement with that much confidence and then go a different direction. <laughs> and then not do the highly chaotic thing I was planning on doing. Correct. Yeah. Charges at 20. I I literally just looked through the early picks to be like earlier they took because I was like the Chargers have obviously picked already and it's like no wait we reversed the order they haven't this is not how it goes um but this is great I'm thinking Alex Leatherwood this is really really nice um the Rashawn Slater pick helps secure the left tackle spot for the Chargers IRL in not IRL in simulated life they don't have him on so to solve to save yourself from having to start Trey Pipkins or Ode Abushi out there. Uh, you draft Alex Leatherwood. Leatherwood can play a left tackle spot and keep the line as it currently looks now with Slater in hand. So move back seven spots, still get a pretty good tackle. Eagles up at number 21 here. I mean, I'll I'll give you a little alley-oop, but I think it's Rashad Bateman, right? Yeah, Especially just given who they... I mean, it's basically either a pass rusher Rashad Bateman. Yeah, I think it's Bateman. Yeah, this makes too much sense. They were really desperate to go up. I guess not really desperate. They only moved up two spots, but they really wanted uh, Devontae Smith. I think the wide receiver was clearly the number one target that they had. Rashad Bateman's really, really good. Getting him in the early 20s, even in this draft, I think makes a lot of sense. So Rashad Bateman to the Philadelphia Eagles. Ben, do we get a go birds? Was this a this is the right pick? Uh, this is strong go birds. Absolutely. Right. Especially because Bateman is currently on a birds team anyway. So just go birds all the way around. Wow, that's very true. Ravens and Eagles are yeah, and scientifically gophers. categorized. All three of them. I, what, would you say gophers? Yeah. 
you know, gophers, how they have wings and claws. Flying gophers? I feel like that'd be terrifying. Actually, yeah, actually, now that I think of it, if we ever have to start an NCAA team, if anybody asks us that on a on a Fan Friday, flying gophers is going the to be... gophers. Is flying gophers now the official mythic Man. animal of this podcast? Uh, giraffes are. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 22 to the New York Giants. I've long thought the Giants could use like a, a creative ball and hand playmaker. And I know like 20s might feel a little bit high for such a player. But if there were a guy who was just really dynamic slot option, maybe he could super open up this passing game for uh, Daniel Jones. And uh, 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 what's the name of the old Cowboys head coach? Garrett? John Garrett? Jason. Jason Garrett? Did you honestly? Hold up. Wait. Legitimately Wait. forgot his name. Did you? You did not know his name. I was doing a bit, and I was like, and then you'll make fun of the Cowboys head coach, who you never liked. And then I was like, all right, it's Jay Garrett. What's the J? And my head went through all the regular J names, and none of them made sense. And I how, was like, I'm How right. far would you have gotten before you got to Jason? List off all the J names. The- that was like a J, John, Jack, <laughs> Jarrett. <laughs> Jarrett? Jarrett. Jarrett Garrett? <laughs> <laughs> I just forgot his name. All right, he's a very forgettable person, in my opinion. He's a forgettable person. Yes, he's just clap and and, and have a middling offense. Oh Jared Garrett. All right. Well, obviously, I'm going to say that on a radio interview now, and I'm going to 100 blame you for it. I accept. Uh, I don't want to pick Kadarius Tony here for the Giants. I'm sorry, I don't. You don't uh, have to. Don't think it was a good you, pick. Then. You kind of do, though. Don't think it would be a good pick now. Um, as it is, I can go stack linebacker, which is a realistic need. Or I can go okay. edge, Peyton, Greg Rousseau, Joe Tryon, all my options here. Um, I think I'm taking Zaven. Great. Uh, for his cool. Yeah, exactly. you can get some edge reps out of him, um, but I, I just had him highest graded. He can play stack linebacker for you, which I know Blake Martinez was a tackle machine, but obviously Zayvon's going to offer a lot more in zone coverage than Martinez has throughout the course of his career. Um, so I think that he can be a three-down player for them if you use him with the appropriate versatility. So it may be a little bit of a figure-it-out-as-we-go thing, but we're late 20s, so it's fine. Or All early right. 20s. A handful, handful of picks left in this inverse 2021 NFL mock draft. Before we get to those, though, got to remind you guys about Bill Barr. It's, these are the these are the best protein bars that you're just that you're ever gonna find. Normally, you've got to choose: do you want the protein bars to taste good, or do you want them to be good for you? You've been there. You've been sitting there in the grocery store looking at the nutrition facts and looking at the ingredients of every single protein bar, and you're like, "Ooh, this one looks like it tastes good." And then you turn on the back, and it's just like a million grams of sugar. You go, "Okay, this one it, it looks organic. It looks like I, I like the macros in it, but..." It just looks like it's going to taste like dirt. Let's be honest. BuiltBar.com, though, they've got the protein bars that have figured out the formula to give you the best of both worlds. It's like Endgame Hulk, where he takes Banner and Hulk, and he says that this is now put the brains in the brawn. This is what we're talking about with Built Bar. See, I threw a Marvel reference in there. Now you guys, guys got to pay attention to it because you never know what's going to come next. Mm-hmm. They've got nine delicious flavors for you to choose from whether you are more of like a fruit-based protein bar kind of a fan chocolate nutty peanut butter whatever they've got you covered 
These are low in calories, low in sugar, but also high in protein, high in fiber too. So they're great for your diet no matter what you're going for. Go over to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your first order. Use that promo code LOCKED15, 15% off over at BuiltBar.com. Last couple of picks here for the inverse 2021 mock draft coming up after the break. Hey guys, it's Joe Marino. Being around sports media and a fan of the Buffalo Bills for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line, or could a coin flip have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, and new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. And you can listen to alternate routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Dallas Cowboys are now up at number 23 as this order has been flipped on its head for the 2021 NFL Draft Redraft. I'm going to give him Greg Newsom. Of the players that are left, which of course if you listened earlier in the podcast, you know that we can only take players who were selected in the first round. Greg Newsom is still here. This is their biggest need. I know the Cowboys wanted to go cornerback in the actual draft. It just didn't happen that way. And uh, I think Greg Newsom is objectively a better pick for them and makes their team better than Mike Parsons does. So this is actually kind of funny. But yeah, we're going to go Greg Newsom here to the Cowboys. Right. It's a bigger need. And then it kind of depends on where you were on Newsom and Parsons. But I hear you. Uh, and I love Parsons. I just don't know, like, right. if because if, if you're drafting Parsons, okay, then you're probably giving up on Vander Esch, you're probably giving up on Jalen Smith, then you're just starting over at linebacker anyways, and you're trying to make linebacker a strength that you already tried to invest in two, three years ago with high first-round, second-round picks anyway. So it's just like, it, it, it just does not bode well for wherever the Cowboys were going. Are the Cowboys the first team in, like, the back half here that definitely got better than they actually did when they were drafting in the top half? Depends what you think of Kadarius Tony, probably with the Giants, because Zayvon Collins would have been. Uh, you pick Zayvon Collins for the Giants one pick earlier, and I love that pick. Yeah, I, I, that one's there, but they also got they got the trade back, right? So like, there's that in real yeah, life. Yeah, that's true. Factor that's true. You're right. We got to factor uh, that in. Yeah, Patriots Quiddy is an interesting one. Cardinals Caleb Farley, kind of depending on Farley's health, but yeah, I think like the Cowboys like Newsom or Parsons. I think is like even if you're having that conversation at ten, is like legit conversation so anyway uh broncos at 24 now don't need to take mac bridgewater trade happened because it was pre-draft yes. right 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 yeah so definitely not taking mac oh this stinks <laughs> this we're is getting the into, worst we're good we're getting into the bottom of it here all right so for everybody who doesn't isn't following along my Available players are Mac Jones, Jamin Davis, Kadarius Tony, Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, Peyton Turner, Eric Stokes, Gregory Rousseau, and Joe Tryon. Uh, uh, they took a corner in Pat Sertan at nine, and so Stokes, I think, is a is a perfectly defensible pick. 
I'm wondering if I should go edge instead and kind of worry about my depth. Uh, Von Miller approaching a contract year is on the wrong side of 30. I still, mm, for as much as I like Peyton Turner, I had him and Stokes graded out similarly. Uh, and I think that corner is probably still the bigger position. Of yeah, me. I agree. I hate it. Oh, Jamie Davis. No, Eric Stokes. I think Eric Stokes, the Broncos, which is lame. But I think it's the appropriate pick. I think so too. Panthers are up at twenty-five. I'm between two players. Between two ferns. Between two ferns. Trademark. Jamin Davis, who I th- think the Panthers would really love, because that would be more speed at the second level to put next to Shaq Thompson. But he doesn't have to play Mike no. all the time. I would and, like it. I would like it. And you also have Jeremy Chin, who could be kind of like a roaming second, third level player. Also, Kadarius Tony though. And Tony gets to then take a lot of the snaps that you're losing from Curtis Samuel. Makes sense. I think they would pick Jamin Davis. And I think I would pick Kadarius Tony. No, I'm picking Jameis Davis. No, I'm going Jamin Davis. Yeah. Yeah. We're going no, I think Dave, I think Davis makes the most sense. I think they'd be I, I had that flip. I think you should take Jamin. I think they'd be a little bit more likely to take Kadarius Tony. You think so? Yeah, but Jamin would have been my pick, I think. All right. Lions of 26. Oh, this is so... I hate everything. This is such a dumb exercise. Okay. <laughs> Gosh. Stinks. Um, n- where's Matt Mac? Patricia, Matt Patricia would have loved the frick out of Peyton Turner. Where's Mac Jones going to go, dude, in this draft? Jets, Jets at 31. Okay, well, spoilers. All right, see you guys on the next episode of the <laughs> podcast. Uh, what's the Lions running back situation right now? DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, right? And also, apparently, like, Anthony Lynn is like, yeah, Jamal Williams is like a top something back in the league. So yeah, sure, 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 yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, okay, so I'm not going to go reaching for uh, running back. So pretty much I'm just looking at the edge room here. Yeah, I mean, Trey Flowers, but they extended Romeo Quora. So if you're trying to replace Trey Flowers. With, like, big money, too. Yeah, with 39 over 3. Uh, no, I mean, but, but okay. that's, you know, that's that's over 10 mil a year. Yeah. All right, so let's say you're getting ready to get out of the Trey Flowers contract. Romeo Cora, you go after height, weight, length. So Peyton Turner, I guess. Probably. Probably. I mean, Rousseau, but even then, I don't think Rousseau is the same athlete Peyton Turner is. So, all right, I'm taking Peyton Turner at 26 in the Lions. We're at the point where I start hating everything that I do. <laughs> we always reach it, and whenever we do these mock drafts and we're officially here, I hate everything. Miami Dolphins up at number 27. Najee Harris is still on the board. I'm going to make Dolphins fans happy by giving them Najee Harris here. Uh, I feel like they're kind of big mad that their team didn't come away with a what why why do what i no she hears the dolphins oh wow that was hard good work freaking <laughs> wait 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 i don't even know what you're mad at here what are you mad I at just, mine is hard mine is difficult none of those picks made sense for the lions Yours of course not sense. it's a new regime with the lions you never do like what are they gonna do with a matt patricia archetype team who knows blow it up i don't care mac jones i don't care Oh, maybe I'll take Najee Harris for the Dolphins, a player they were clearly interested in. <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be king. All right, so now you're up uh, 28 with the Bengals. 
None of these players make any sense. <laughs> Dang it. Can't even take Tony because he's got to be a precise route runner in the system and he's going to operate from the slot. And he's not either of those things. He can't be a precise, he's not a precise route runner. He can't operate from the slot because it's a point. <sighs> All right. Lose Lawson. Sign Hendrickson. <laughs> lose Dunlap. Bring in Gregory Rousseau. Ah, yeah. People, some people made the Carlos Dunlap Gregory Rousseau comparison. I didn't like it, but that's enough for me to make this pick. Gregory Rousseau at 29.8 to the Bengals. Deal with it. Falcons also could use a running back. Who's their Who's their running back right now? I actually don't even know. This is embarrassing. Dude, 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 dude. Oh, wait, wait, don't look. It's not Todd Gurley, right? Or it was Todd it's Gurley. No. Gurley's out, right? He's not. They didn't extend him. He's still a standing free agent. Oh, and Lord. who do you think is on the Falcons running back depth charts? I wrote about this last week, and it's amazing. Uh, there was a viral photo of their starter last week, which you would have enjoyed greatly. Do they have? They still have Quadri Olson, right? Do they? Is he still a Falcon? Yes. Okay. Uh, is 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 Brian Hill still a Falcon? Is that no free agent left? Oh shoot. Okay. Oh, it's Mike Davis. Yeah, buddy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Mike Davis. Mike Davis, backed up by Quadri Olson. Tony Brooks James and undrafted free agents Javion Hawkins and Caleb Hundley. Wow. That's the whole running back depth chart. For the head coach whose offense over the last two years yep. has led the league yep. over the combined last two years in neutral down run rate. All right, Travis Etienne. Yep. Travis Etienne in that Falcons backfield. Making it happen. Niners? Don't blow this. Kadarius. No. That's blowing it. I want to give Urban Meyer the chance to pick Darius Tony like he wanted oh, to. At oh, oh, yeah. Let me just sculpt my drafting to fit your needs. Oh, I'm glad you see how this works now at pick 30. I'm glad that it took you this long. Take a Darius Tony, freak you. <laughs> right? Debo, Brandon, Ayuk, and Kadarius Tony. We have three receivers, all of whom's ideal depth of target is negative one. Did you see? Did you see what what Debo Samuel's average depth of target was last year? Like four. He played it. He Bennett was two point two. It's amazing. Two point two. Oh, I love him. He's the best. Kadarius. Okay. Uh, no, I'm 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 saying this on the pod. I'm I'm looking these things up. I want to see the exact stats because. Debo only played in, I think, seven games. I think he only started in five because he had a hamstring injury and, oh, what was the other one? I think it was an ankle injury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's Debo, so he's pretty beat up, unfortunately. So, <laughs> Debo Samuel had a top 10. So, NFL Next Gen Stats has a couple of different statistics that you can look at for wide receivers. One of them is cushion, which is the average yards of separation like as the snap, so as the ball is snapped, so how far is the defender off of you at the snap? How much respect are they giving you for your speed or your ability to go two different ways or whatever it is? Debo Samuel was a top 10 player, I believe, or a top 12 player in cushion at the line of scrimmage. So like guys are fully backed off of Debo Samuel. They're giving him tons of space to work with. Mm Mm-hmm. When it came to separation, where he was catching the ball, which is a separation stat, is when he catches it, where is the closest defender? How many yards are they away from him on average? 
he led the NFL with 4.6. So it's like they're giving Debo all of this room, and all the Niners were doing were just dumping it off to Debo Samuel immediately because he had an average depth of target of 2.2 yards. So they just just kept giving him all of this space. But then the crazier stat to me is that Debo had almost double the next closest player in yards after catch over expectation. He was a plus right. 4.5 yards per per catch after the catch. Like, it was just insane <laughs> the use that Debo Samuel had compared to how teams were trying to cover him. Right. It's difficult to, like, if you don't spend a lot of time looking at stats, here's the best way. Like, the, the, the 2.1 yard depth of target for Debo. The next closest player was a tight end. It was Drew Sample for the Bengals at 4.5. Yes. So the next closest player is getting his targets on average twice as far down the field and is a tight end. The next closest wide receiver was Juju Smith-Schuster. Remember all the bits about the Steelers' defense and not throwing the ball down the field and all of Juju's targets are close to the line of scrimmage? Correct. He was at 5.8, three times as far down the field. <laughs> as Debo was getting targets. <laughs> and but Debo's the man, right? Debo's just a running back. He's just a running back lining up out wide. He's just going to give him the ball and then go hit somebody yep. and go break a tackle, yep. go just pick up a yard. We love Debo. Uh, so we had Kadarius Tony, we had Brandon Ayuk, and it's just a bunch of players who are really good with the ball in the hand. And uh, hopefully Brandon Ayuk can continue to develop as a pass rusher, or excuse me, a, pa- a route runner, pass catcher, pass and, pass router. Yeah, the route boy, a route and route passer, downfielder, uh, and he'll be able to <laughs> <laughs> keep that aspect of, of the offense working. A, hand, to the a hands baller. Um. <laughs> That's okay. New York Jets at number 31. We had the Jets taking J.C. Horn in the top 10 at number 10 on this inverse mock draft, and now they get the chance to pick their quarterback of the future. Undoubtedly, knew it all along. It is McCorkle Jones here at number 31. So they're getting Mac Jones. They're getting their quarterback after all. McCorkle. Uh, shout out Jets fans who went from Elijah Vera Tucker and Zach Wilson to J.C. Horn and Mac Jones. I mean, like it could, like yeah, I get that. That's that's you know a joke because the quarterback situation, but like could have been worse. Yeah, I think we did fine for them. Yeah, uh, Jaguars so. go from Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne to Trey Lance and Joe, Joe Tryon, Tryon, the only remaining player. That that might, I mean, like the Lawrence loss is right. too great right. to overcome, yeah. but. Try on over ETN is uh to me that's uh that's preferable. Okay, that's- so so let me let me recap this. Giant inverse mock draft where we had the teams who performed the best in 2021 actually picking at the top. Tampa Bay Buccaneers number one overall. They went Trevor Lawrence to get the quarterback of the future. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs got Penny Sewell. Number three, the Buffalo Bills, Patrick Sertan. Number four, Green Bay Packers, Jalen Waddell. Number five, New Orleans Saints, Justin Fields. That was a fun one to pick. Number six, Baltimore Ravens, Jamar Chase. Number seven, Cleveland Browns, Kyle Pitts. Number eight, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trey Lance. Number nine, Pittsburgh Steelers, Zach Wilson. Number 10, New York Jets, J.C. Horn. Number 11, Tennessee Titans, Devontae Smith. Number 12, Indianapolis Colts, Rayshon Slater. Number 13, Chicago Bears, Christian Derrissaw. 14, Washington football team, Micah Parsons. 15, Miami Dolphins, Jalen Phillips. 16, Las Vegas Raiders, Elijah Vera Tucker. Should have went him all along. Um, 17, Arizona Cardinals, Caleb Farley. 18, New England Patriots, Cody Pay. 19, Minnesota Vikings, Odafe Oe. 20, Los Angeles Chargers, Alex Leatherwood. 
21, Philadelphia Eagles, Rashad Bateman, 22, New York Giants, Zayvon Collins, 23, Dallas Cowboys, Greg Newsom, 24, Denver Broncos, Eric Stokes, 25, Carolina Panthers, Jamin Davis, 26, Detroit Lions, Peyton Turner, 27, Miami Dolphins, Najee Harris, 28, Cincinnati Bengals, Gregory Rousseau, 29, Atlanta Falcons, Travis Etienne, 30, San Francisco 49ers, Kadarius Toney, 31, New York Jets, Mac Jones, 32, Jacksonville Jaguars, Joe Tryon. That was a lot of fun. Wacky, but a lot of fun, which I think I is just what this podcast Tryon is all about. ended up Mr. Irrelevant first round in both instances. You know, he gets to stay in Florida, though. Yeah. No state income tax. The uh, difference in coaching staffs is a little bit different, uh, a little bit a little bit marked, maybe would... a little, little tougher to develop. I would, I would say, yeah, he went from <laughs> the team picking number one overall to the team, or however you want to say it. He went from first to worst, worst to first, whatever it was. He was 32 the entire the entire way. Is there a pick that uh, really stood out? Mine is mine is the Justin Fields getting go, to go to the Saints at number five overall. That's I mean, fun. I love that one. Uh, so in terms of like again like teams that I think like actually did better for themselves, Cowboys. Yeah, Greg Newsom. That's probably it. In terms, of, in terms of like in, and obviously the back half of the of the first round. Right. But you can't really do first half. That works. That's not really fair. Uh, man, I would have oh, was such a reach. Get Despicable. Off, get off ruining my the sanctity, back. ruining the sanctity of the exercise. Oh, despicable. It's a great selection. Way to go, Vikings. You did great. Uh, that's all for this episode of Mock Draft Monday, but we are bringing back the Mock Draft Monday series throughout the entire summer. We're going to be doing different things to start off the week. Sometimes it'll have to do with building full teams. Sometimes it'll be Ben and I going back and forth, drafting rookie of the year candidates or MVP candidates or... I don't want to give away too much, but it's just going to get extremely creative. I listen to a lot of you guys' responses. If you have a suggestion for a show idea, even if we are midway through one of the series that we are getting to, let us know because we have a lot of flexibility during the summer when it comes to this podcast. It's not as structured and built around Sundays and NFL games and reactions and previews and everything like that. So we can have a lot of fun. I, I know that Fan Fridays during the summer are some of our favorite Fan Fridays that we do all year long. So there's going to be a lot of creativity in what we do there. But like I said, I, I tweeted out, we would love to hear from you, not just a couple of days ago when I tweeted that, but throughout the summer, if you if you think of or if you hear of a really cool format you'd love for Ben and I to get into that'd be a lot of fun this summer, please tweet at us, email us, message us, whatever it is. We're all ears. Tomorrow, we're starting a new series that I think you guys are going to love, which has to do with creating the best combined teams from every division in the NFL and then crowning a champion at the end of it called the NFL's Antarctica Invitational Tournament. I'm going to explain exactly why we called it that and the rules of it, how it's going to go over the next couple of weeks because it's going to be a lot of fun on tomorrow's episode of the podcast. And until then, you guys keep it locked right here on Locked on NFL Draft. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.